Hello, friends. You're listening to the Sound Off Podcast. My name is Nate Laux, and I'm your host. Sound Off is a community conversation show that airs each Monday and Friday live on 96.7 The Eagle in LaPorte, Indiana. And while podcasts don't allow for live interaction, we are still grateful to have you listening and engaged. So please help us out by subscribing and rating the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Share the podcast with your friends and enjoy today's conversation. Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off from March 4th, 2022 with your host, Nate Laux. Today, Nate hosts the Sound Off Summit. Here's your host, Pastor Nate Laux. Welcome to Sound Off. Glad to have you. My name's Nate Laux. It's the first episode of the month. I was going to say the first uh, Monday, but it's actually Friday. It's the first episode of the month, which means it's time for our Sound Off Summit. Um, the Sound Off Summit, what is that? Well, you control the topic as long as it's civil and within a two-minute time limit, you get to talk about what you want to talk about. Again, keep it civil. I don't want any racism or sexism, any of that kind of stuff. But if you got something you want to talk about that's happening around here, or maybe you just want to talk about somebody doing a good job in the community you want to point out or, or, or bring up, or maybe you're just sad about baseball not coming back right now, you want to talk about it, let's talk. You can call me. 219-362-0522. You can email me at soundoff at 967theagle.com or let us know if you're streaming with us on Facebook Live. Now, every day on hometownnewsnow.com, our partner site for news, uh, we put a poll on there, a daily poll. And uh, I read those. I, I, I tell you what the results of those are on the show. And we've got, let's say, four new polls since Monday. And we're doing a lot of candidate polls right now. Some of them have more uh, people participating than others based on, uh, again, probably how many people know about the races and things like that. But I wanted to publish those. And you're welcome to call if you've got something to talk about on today's Sound Off Summit. And we'll put you on right after this. Again, that number is 219-362-0522. All right. So at the first of the week, we asked at this time, which candidate do you favor for the LaPorte County Council District 1 of the Republican Party ticket? We've got two candidates there. So if you're a Republican or planning on voting in the Republican primary and you're in District 1, which is South County, uh, you've got two candidates, Justin Keel and Adam Karanka. At this time in our poll, which is an unscientific, just for entertainment poll, Justin Keel is up 75% to Adam Karanka's 25%. Um, then we asked, are you in favor of the proposed public safety local income tax, the lit tax increase, which we've talked about here ad nauseum. You know all about it. You're more informed on the lit than anybody in the county. And we asked what you think about it. Um, 39% of you said, yes, I'm in favor. 44% said, no, I'm not in favor. And then 17% of you were vulnerable. You were honest and you said, I don't know enough about it. Good for you. All right, next. At this time, which candidate do you favor for LaPorte County Council District 4 of the Republican Party ticket? Michael Rosenbaum versus Ronald Schaefer. Ron Schaefer just announced his candidacy. I mean, obviously, he filed earlier, but he just, I saw it in the newspaper and on uh, different uh, social media sites. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum is the incumbent. He was on the show not too long ago. Uh, he is up 60 to 40%. Here's the final one. At this time, which candidate do you favor for Indiana Senate District 4 of the Democratic 
ticket. If you are in the Michigan City area or Westville area or you're in Porter County, hi, um, you get to vote in this one. Uh, we've got four Democrats running here. Uh, incumbent Rodney Pohl Jr., he was on the show a couple months ago. Ron Meir, former Michigan City mayor. Todd Connor and Deb Chubb. The results of that is Rodney Pohl, 47.6%. The incumbent is leading. Uh, Deb Chubb, 23.8%. Ron Muir, 19%. And Todd Connor at 9.5%. So we have Pohl up today. I forget what the question is. I made it up. I don't even know what the question is, but I usually publish them late at night. You can go to our election headquarters. Just go to hometownnewsnow.com and you'll find uh, a blue banner that says election headquarters. Go there and you'll see, oh, here's the poll question. Do you think Hoosiers should have to obtain a license to carry a handgun? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know um, what you think, what our listeners and readers think about that. All right. Today is a sound off summit. It's the first show of the month, which means, again, Sound Off Summit, you control the topic as long as it's civil and within a two-minute limit. Let us know what's on your mind by calling 219-362-0522, emailing soundoff at 967theagle.com, or let us know in the comments of this Facebook live stream. Let's get to our first caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling on the Sound Off Summit. What's on your mind today? Good afternoon. Thanks. Local politics should be on everyone's mind. Uh, this lit tax, I've said before, I'll say it again. No one's debating whether or not we need this, but it's how they want to fund it. Folks, the other day at the last council meeting, if you don't go to these meetings, you don't know, so you've got to start listening. The number was talked about of $30 million that they graciously allow us to have because of the tax caps. Now, I don't know myself or anybody else, but I haven't met this person that's getting that extra money back. So what that told me was that they're willing to take 30 more million dollars out of our pockets to fund this local government. Not one iota have they shrunk this government ever. They refuse to get rid of the part-time employees, which is in the tune of over $2 million in salaries. They have not shrunk anybody out of these department heads. They haven't shrunk anybody out of any department. Technology. We purchase technology every year. I think the council meeting approved five new computers. That's technology. Technology eliminates jobs, except in local government. It creates more jobs. There's just as many people working now as when I ran in 2012, if not more. So, folks, pay attention. Listen to what the candidates have to say. Don't worry about the number, the letter, or anything after their name. Just take, listen to what they have to say, ask them questions. If they start to squirm, that means you've asked the proper question. So, folks, get involved, stay involved. The meetings are online on this Zoom, whatever, which if you go to any of the council meetings or commissioner meetings, you can see that that Zoom's not quite as what it's cracked up to be. So, hey, uh, Steve, uh, uh, real quick while I got you, did you take a look yeah. at the commissioner's proposal? Uh, it's an alternative proposal for um, paying more money without doing the tax increase. Did you end up reading that yet? No, I haven't, but I know what the last commissioner or previous to that, they suggested, I think Mrs. Matias suggested a 3% across the board, again, to help without doing a lit tax. But I believe Sender stood up and said that that is, uh, unachievable after 2026. Yeah, it is. And a, folks, it's a short-term fix for sure. Yep. 
Yeah, and we need to do something long-term, which businesses that have these problems, just like I said before, the county and the city is littered with carcasses of corporations and businesses that couldn't sustain what they were doing, and they left. Unfortunately, our government will never leave us. We have to have some type of government. We have to fund it. But again, sooner or later, we're going to run out of money here on the taxpayer side. Then what are they going to do? Because the state's already said, which they should, we're not giving you any more. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling, Steve. And uh, good note there. I think everyone should pay attention to what's happening around us. So thanks, bud. All right. So local income tax, we've talked about that on the show uh, quite often. We've explained uh, that there's different types of local income tax. It's interesting because I think the county and the cities are in a weird position because the state continues to try to cut taxes. Uh, Governor Holcomb said, you know, again, he was asked about whether or not he wants to cut taxes and he wants to have uh, Indiana state income tax, uh, the lowest in the country, uh, tied with, I think, South Dakota. And so it's an, it's an interesting position because you, you cut them from the state, but then if you're just raising them locally, you know, your, your rates essentially are staying the same. You're just coming from a different pot, which I think some of that is, is intentional. But, um, but I think it's, it's, it's absolutely right to say, um, the problem is there though. I don't know. We've had the unions on to talk about the police and the fire. Uh, we've certainly talked to the county officials about the different things happening with the EMS. Anybody denying that we have an issue trying to either hire or retain top talent in our, our public, uh, uh, public service uh, positions, I, I think he's just turning a blind eye to this. And so, um, and as my dad is a former cop, obviously I, I've got a, a soft spot for this, but um, I, I do hope the government can figure it out. Well, we're having a, a sound off summit today. You get to determine the topics, what you want to talk about. Did you see a good movie you want to share? You want to talk about how much you love Dennis Sedell? You could do that as well. You can call me two. Nine three six two zero five two two. Email me at soundoff at ninety six seven Diego dot com. Let me know in the Facebook live comments. Uh, I'd love to hear from you today. We're gonna take our first break. We'll be right back here only on ninety six seven Diego. Welcome back, friends. Today is Friday, March fourth. Um, we're just kind of marching along, pun intended, through the year. It's the first of the month, which means it's time for another Sound Off Summit. Again, you control the topic as long as it's civil and within a two-minute time limit. Let us know what's on your mind by calling the Liquor Vault on air line, 219-362-0522, or emailing me at soundoff at 967theagle.com, or let me know in the comments what's on your mind, and let's talk about it. All right, we got a couple callers on the line. Let's get to them. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show. Welcome to the Sound Off Summit. What's on your mind? Well, I've been hearing about this tax increase here for a while now, um, and I agree the first responders do need something to uh, boost the pay and keep them around, but I was just curious if anybody ever considered perhaps making them tax-exempt to make up for the shortfall in the in the funding for them, because that would essentially be a pay increase for them. I don't know if that's something feasible, but I figured I'd throw it out there for whoever's listening to See if it's possible. Maybe that would help out. That's a good question. You know, it's it's interesting you say that because um, uh, my in-laws in, in in Europe, obviously they're in Romania, but um, uh, all of they they have a hard time attracting tech talent there and not leaving the country to go to France or Spain or England. And so, for all the tech talent, which my brother-in-law is a tech person. Um, they don't have to pay taxes. Um, that's their, that's the incentive, right? And so, and it's, it's kept a lot of, uh, 
tech talent in the country because uh, it's the benefit they get. So like you said, I like the idea. I don't know if, what that would take or whatever, but I like the idea of thinking outside of the box here. All right, let's get to another call. Right. Hey, welcome to the show. Glad to have you with us. What's on your mind on today's Sound Off Summit? Hi. So I want to weigh in on this LIT tax. Yeah, go ahead, Bob. So, all right. So we pay everything, road work, everything seems to be done in the county and the city with high-priced union labor. Everywhere else in this country, they go out to the competitive best bid. But this area will pay a guy close to 80 bucks an hour to stand on a street corner and put, say, slower stop, okay, to repair a road or a sidewalk or whatever. But the people that go out there and risk their lives every day for these same people get paid peanuts. It's ridiculous. They need to quit hiring union labor for all these local projects and start putting it out to competitive bid, and they'll find out they'll save millions of dollars that they need to figure out how they can appropriate to the wages of the people that deserve it. The wage parity is ridiculous from what a fireman makes to compared to what a guy standing on the side of a road with a sign that says slower stop makes. It's ridiculous, and it's a crime in itself. But that's the unions paying big money to the politicians' pockets, and they all oh, we got to say union, we got to say union. Yeah, well, they ought to think about it because the guy that's saving their life is worth more money. All right, thank you so much for calling. Um, you know, it, it is interesting. We we get in these conversations here on the show about who is essential, and uh, and, and you got to be careful there because a lot of people, again, uh, especially those that are pushing snow and those who are on there, obviously, uh, feel very very protective of what they do for our community as well. However, um, you know, again, public safety is is one thing. I, I, if you're uh, you know, many of our listeners might know that uh, my mother died when I was younger, and, and I remember waiting for the ambulance to come, and every second felt like a minute. And so um, when you can get them there even just a minute earlier, seconds earlier, it, it matters. And so um, having a well-staffed and a well-trained uh, group of, of law enforcement and um, public servants uh, in EMS and things like this is a, a very important thing. So we're having a Sound Off Summit today. I'd love to hear from you. The look of all on airline is open you're welcome to call me to a nine three six two zero five two two i'd love to hear from you you cannot text right now but you can email me at soundoff at 967theeagle.com if you are streaming with us online, you're welcome to put your comments there. I'd love to read them for you. Um, somebody online says, March 4th is marching band day. Do you get it, Dennis? You probably don't get it, but it's it, it's it's highbrow humor. March 4th is marching band day. As a former marching band member, I get it. I am in on the joke. Thanks for sharing that. Um, we we want to hear from you. Today's Sound Off Summit. What do you want to talk about? The topic is yours. The Liquor Vault Honor line is 219-362-0522. Just hopefully be civil, stay in within a two-minute timeline, and let's talk about what's on your mind. All right, let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling and participating in today's Sound Off Summit. What's on your mind? Hello. Uh, do you, uh, you got me here, Nate? I got you. What's on your mind, bud? Yeah, this is, hey, this is Mike Bahachek. How's it going? Just Good. Hey, Mike. Welcome. Are you done Hi. with the uh, legislative session now? No, no, we still got another uh, another week or so to go. Uh, we're hoping maybe we'll get done by uh, Monday or Tuesday. But uh, just a couple of things we you know I just want to talk about. I, I know you guys are about the lit tax, and 
as a caller had a neat idea about uh, maybe waiving some state tax uh, uh, liability for uh, sure. you know, our, our emergency services folks. That's kind of a really creative solution. Um, but uh, of local importance, uh, we did pass Senate Bill 410 last uh, uh, this past week. Uh, Senate Bill 410 deals with uh, that young uh, or that child who was murdered by his father yeah. uh, down in the South County, uh, Judah, uh, Judah Morgan. So uh, that bill did pass, which will now allow uh, uh, foster parents the right to intervene in custody cases. So uh, it's a it's a big step forward uh, to, to protecting these uh, you know, these kids from going back into bad uh, bad family situations. Yeah, that's a good bill, and I'm I'm glad you're doing it. The more you know, I know I know the more stakeholders for any of those things, the harder sometimes it gets. But it, when you're talking about child advocacy and child child intervention, I think the the more eyes on it, the more voices there, probably the better, huh? Uh, you're abs- you're absolutely right. Something else we did too is it's got one more step to go. It's got to go back to the uh, to the house for concurrence, but I did not know this, but, uh, we've been trying to get this resolved for a couple of years that in the state of Indiana, no does not mean no when it comes to sexual assault. There actually has to be, um, uh, you know, some elements that show that the person was actually harmed. So some kind of physical evidence, uh, that's not the case yeah. once this bill makes it through. Yeah, that, needs no fixed. that needs fixed. Mean no. Yeah, it sure does. So uh, that's just a couple things that are going on right now. Um, you know, it's uh, you know we're getting towards the end of session, so we'll have to wait and see how everything else kind of flushes out. But just wanted to give a quick call. Yeah, real quick for some of our listeners, I know there have been a couple bills that have uh, been on the minds of some. But uh, uh, Senator Bahachik, the, the education, the controversial education bill that that died, right? Correct. That that did not receive a vote in the Senate, so uh, it came over to the House. Well, if you remember, Senate Bill One Sixty Seven was a Senate version. That did not get a vote. Uh, I, I think it was ten thirty four is what the uh, House bill was that came over. Uh, that one also did not receive a vote. So uh, I think we're going to be looking at some elements of the bill that might get amended into some other things. But we're still kind of working working through some of that stuff. There was some you know certainly some divisive uh, divisive con uh, you know, uh, concepts in that in both of those bills. So we're still working through those. Uh, it, it seems like we only got a few days to go, but a lot happens in a couple Yeah, days. I bet. Uh, and then the other bill that's gotten a lot of airtime, and, and I know um, Sheriff John Boyd was on the show talking about it as well, um, the uh, permitless um, carry for a handgun. I know you're a handgun owner, and you've gotten your and you've talked about it on the show as well. What happened to that bill? Is it still alive? What's going on there? So that bill died in rules. Um, there was a uh, there was a strip and insert amendment put on the bill in committee that uh, basically violated the rules of of the Senate. So uh, that that language was dead. Uh, now there there was another strip and insert done in a committee on another bill to put the language back in. So we might be looking at that maybe Monday or Tuesday. So it's it's. It's kind of a strange thing, you know, it's like something's dead, but it's only kind of mostly dead until it's, yeah. you know, until we adjourn, sign he die. It's kind of like that Princess Bride movie, you know, everybody's kind of, he's only mostly dead. He's not really all the way dead. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I, I still have my concerns about it. I mean, you know, it, it does remove a tool for law enforcement. Uh, unfortunately, now when somebody's carrying a firearm in their car uh, with permitless carry, the officer really can't ask them, uh, is that gun you know are you permitted to carry the gun which in many cases leads to other charges uh, up to and mostly including drugs so it's going to remove a tool from the toolbox but 
you know, that's what folks think that is the best course to, to go, then we're certainly going to, going to move that way and, and vote that way. So, uh, but I wouldn't, I would anticipate, uh, seeing that one again, uh, like I said, Monday or Tuesday. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling. Hopefully we'll get you back on the show after this is done, after you're, you're home and, and maybe rest it up a little bit and we'll talk uh, a little bit more about what happened over this session. Okay. That's fine. Thanks a lot. Take care. All right. Take care, Senator. All right. We're having a sound off summit today. We're talking about what's on your mind. Thanks so much for calling, Senator Bahachik. Let's get to another caller before break. Hey, thanks so much for calling. What's on your mind today? I don't think having a wet wine and blue party raising $37,000, taking the money in a church and giving it out to the first responders. I think that goes against the Bible. I don't think that's the way to do it. If they have to raise the taxes a little bit, I'm really to help out a little bit, but maybe they'll have to take less money. I don't know. Yeah, the red, red wine. I always have a hard time saying red wine and brew, but yes, that did give money to first responders. All right, we're going to take a, another break here, our final break of the day. Get back to your callers. You've got about 15 minutes to call yet. So if you've got something on your mind, the Looker Ball on-air line is 219-362-0522. You're welcome to call me or email me at soundoff at 967theeagle.com. Uh, write about it in the Facebook live stream. I'd love to read your comments as well. Today is March 4th, Marching Band Day. Stick with us. Lots more jokes like that to come. This is 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome back, friends, to Sound Off. Glad to have you with us. It's the first show of the month, which means it's time for another Sound Off Summit. Again, you control the topic as long as it's civil and within a two-minute limit. Let us know what's on your mind by calling 219-362-0522 or emailing soundoff at 967theeagle.com. Um, and let us know in the comments of Facebook Live. Let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling the show. Thanks for listening. What's on your mind today? Uh, good afternoon, Nate. You just made me laugh. Oh, uh, well, as long as it's civil. Yeah, we try. We I'll, try. I'll try. I'll try. Hey, I, I got two things. The first thing is, I hope all the Green New, New Deal people are very happy now that they got what they wanted. You know, high gas prices. Um, there's no reason for us to keep buying oil from Russia and we can get it here in our backyard. I mean, does that make sense to ship it all the way here, you know? When yeah. it's in our backyard, though. But uh, on a different note, a more serious note, I got a problem with your boss there and a couple of your employees. They've been um, really up in this Laporte basketball team and ripping Michigan City. Uh, you know, Dennis, Dennis said good luck to everybody today but Michigan City Wolves. No! So... Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. And Jeff, Jeff was ripping. Yeah, and Jeff was ripping on sound off the other, on Tradio the other day. He's, you know, but my problem with the Michigan City Wolves is they should actually be called the Michigan City Coyotes because all the Coyotes running around our backyard out here. <laughs> so, uh, I tell you what, Michigan City uh, is uh, excited to see Jamie Hodges is a great player, um, and they've got I a hope, couple I other players that play. are are are. Are exciting to watch. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a New Prairie graduate. My kids go to 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 Laporte, but um, it's uh, it should be a good game tonight. I I, I love the cross cross county games, and so um, yeah, know, but Michigan it, City's it, well, got a great it, team. Tom Wells is a good coach. That, that Jamie Hodges was um, very sick at their game that they just won against Mishawaka. He, uh -huh. he only played a little bit. Yeah, so hopefully he's back today. Not I'm sure you guys are saying hopefully not, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just. I just wanted to say, hey, 
Go Wolves or Coyotes, okay? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I, if if he's not feeling better, better, I would check Dennis Sedell. Maybe he's done something. You know, he he Tanya, yeah, he you Tanya know. Harding this thing. You never know. So well, back in back in the day when I played for Rogers, we uh we got a bunch of players on the team got food poisoning at semi state down in Fort Wayne. Oh, wow. So you never know. All right, thanks, buddy. Right. See you. Yeah, good luck. All right, let's get you another caller. Hey, welcome to the Sound Off Summit. What's on your mind today? Well, how you doing, Nate? I'm doing well, man. The weather's nice. Uh, it's 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 hopeful. I'm hoping. I saw some of my wife's flowers are starting to kind of bloom or, or come not bloom, but kind of come out of the ground. I think well, we might survive this winter. Yeah, I'm ready to see it in. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm still uh, standing with law enforcement on this permitting. Thing, I still think we should have the permitting process, uh, do whatever we can to protect those that protect us all. Uh, so that's where I'm at with that. But, you know, uh, on another topic about the gas prices, yeah, we're all feeling the crunch now, but I'm not surprised by it. If you think back when no one could go anywhere with this pandemic, when everything was closed, gas was cheap. Yeah, it was. It, did any of us think that OPEC would be less greedy or the oil barons once things opened up? Uh, you know, they will do whatever they can. I mean, the price of oil now per barrel is up over a hundred dollars. I think it was like forty dollars, forty something dollars back when no one was going anywhere and gas was uh, two bucks a gallon. You know, so. I, I'm just not surprised by it. I, I think that there is a lot more to it than just the inflation uh, and supply chains and whatnot issues. Uh, I think it's greed, and uh, that's my thoughts on that. But anyway, that's all I've got today, and I thank you for your time, my friend. Yeah, be good to yourself, buddy, and have a good weekend, all right? All right, so, yeah, it is interesting. We've got uh, – I was just talking to Dennis in between. And, you know, ExxonMobil is highest profits in seven years. Chevron, highest profit in seven years. Shell, highest profit in seven years. BP, highest profit in eight years. Gas prices, highest they've been in seven years. So, you know, you trace it and you wonder how much greed has to play in it. Let's get to another caller. Hey, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on today's Sound Off Summit. What's on your mind? Nate, you're a good man. God bless you. Happy Friday, buddy. Hey, happy Friday to you. Not bad weather, huh? Hey, just uh, blew out the flip-flop on a pop-top, so we'll get that repaired <laughs> over at Walmart. And uh, good weather, finally. We're going to break through. But, hey, you know, winter up here goes to uh, June 1st. So yeah, that's true. You have to put the winter jacket on, put the windbreaker on, and flip-flop back and forth. But it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And uh, if the ice reappears, uh, hopefully they'll stay off the ice on the edge of Lake Michigan. That was, uh, that was yeah. foolish. But, hey, we've all done it one time or another. And uh, you got to know how to swim before you jump in the water. It's true. So, uh, no, liberals, liberals, they love pain. They love pain and suffering. So, uh, the, my friend up there in Roland Prairie, uh, he's got to realize that, uh, we were energy independent. So United States of America, the 50 states, we were energy independent. We didn't have to buy any, uh, crude oil, 42 gallons in a barrel from anybody. We didn't have to ship in any natural gas, any, uh, methane, propane, uh, we, we supplied it all. And when uh, uh, Sleepy Joe got in office, got out of the basement and became our imaginary president, uh, look look what's happened. This is, they love pain. They love pain and suffering. Anything they can do to 
help uh, Vladimir Putin uh, genocide people across the world. This is what they're doing. We're still buying hundreds of thousands, millions of gal- barrels of oil a day from, from Russia, who's supposed to be our uh, enemy, not an ally, and, and give him more spending money to go genocide and kill more people. Uh, it's crazy. I don't understand the democratic philosophy. I really don't. Um, there used to be a day when we understood it, but not today. It, it's completely upside down. Uh, now they've got a kid sharing toilet seats. A, a boy and a girl get to share a toilet seat in a bathroom, and it's like, what in God's name is that all about? And uh, so. All right. Thanks so much for calling. That's our two minutes. We've got just two minutes left, so I want to get to one more caller before we're done. Hey, welcome to the Sound Off Summit. You're our final caller of the day. What's on your mind? Yeah, and the gun permit law they're trying to repeal. Uh, people need to quit making it so complicated. If you don't have a felony on your record, they pretty much have to give you a gun permit. So if you don't have a felony, a 29-cent background check on a police radio, then you get to have a gun permit. As a matter of fact, a department or anybody got involved and tried to prevent you from doing that for some personal reason, they might open themselves up for a lawsuit. Really not a big argument. This is about money, law enforcement getting money, and and I don't blame them. There's several million dollars a year involved in this thing, and they, they can use that for operations. But the, the, the bottom line is you're charging people for something that they don't need to pay for. All right. Well, thanks so much. Again, I think part of the the issue that uh, again that the police have said um, is that um, there are people that come in every year that don't know that they're not they're not actually able to have guns, and they stop them from getting guns and, and carrying a handgun and things like that. Um, I know they took away a lot of fees. I don't know what all the fees are. I think all you have to pay now is for fingerprinting. Um, but the, the actual permitting, I think, is is not as, as expensive as it was. I think it might even be free now. So because um, that was that was I know for our law enforcement, that was an element of income for them that they got that money and now they don't. Um, so, again, I, I, I do think, again, it's one of those things. The Indiana State Police Chief essentially went on and and said you know you can't say you back the blue and and then whenever the blue has a an idea and tells you this is not a good idea you just turn a blind eye and so it's an interesting debate going on between law enforcement and our elected officials and we'll keep on following it and hopefully ask uh, representative boy and pressel and state senator um uh, poll and um next time they're on the show about that. So, hey, I want to thank you so much for listening to the show today. Uh, thanks for being a part of our Sound Off Summit. I appreciate you guys uh, being civil, being being able to talk about, you know, again, important topics that matter to people. And so we'll be back again on Monday. Keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media LLC, or the sponsors. Sound Off airs every Monday and Friday at 1230. Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for listening to the Sound Off podcast at 96.7TheEagle.com.